All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Left Wing. I am Desmond Price, the host of the Independent Thought Podcast. I'm also joined here with John Cooper, the host of Counterpoint Politics, and Chuck Cora, the host of Apod Latcha. How y'all doing today? Thanks for being here. The first topic that we are discussing today is the CNN Trump Town Hall. There's lit quite a firestorm amongst a bunch of different people online after it happened, which was a week ago. Trump came on and was supposed to do a 90-minute town hall discussion in the state of New Hampshire. Uh, it was uh, moderated by CNN. It was supposed to be, you know, people in the crowd were supposed to be uh, Republican voters and independents, although that has been a little contested since then. They talked about abortion, the 2020 election, talked about the January 6th, talked about the debt ceiling. And, and after it was all done, you know, there were plenty of people, politicians, media figures, uh, political commentators who came out and denounced CNN for platforming Donald Trump. And it has sparked a debate, which I think is worth having now, even though we're about like a week, you know, two weeks removed from this now, is whether or not it is ethical to have Donald Trump on television to be platforming him, given the rate at which he will lie about the truth. And so that's the conversation that I want to bring to us all here today is how do we feel about putting Donald Trump back on TV onto a, a platform like CNN. And is that something that we should be doing going forward? You know, yes or no. I kind of want to open this up here. John, what, what are your thoughts on this? Do you think it's ethical for platforms like CNN to have Trump on TV? I think the answer to that question is yes. Um, I'm not a big deplatforming guy. My problem with this is that they unnecessarily had Trump platformed on TV. Like it, it made very little sense to me that we aren't even in 2024 yet. They're kind of calling this a president 2024 presidential thing, but like they didn't have DeSantis. They, they like they didn't have anyone else. It was just a town hall for Donald Trump for no apparent reason. Um, which seems no matter which way you slant it, pretty darn biased to me. Um, and I think that is the the first unethical part of all of this. How do you feel about this, Chuck? Yeah, I would. I think I would tend to agree. I don't think it's uh, the idea of putting him on TV. I don't think is inherently unethical, but I would agree. It looks more like it was a ratings push than anything else because you're you're what like a year out from most of the primaries, maybe a little less than a year out from most of the primaries. Uh, most candidates, or at least a handful of candidates, still haven't even announced yet. Ron DeSantis is going to announce like next week or something. It just seemed like a bizarre timing. I agree with that. I think that there is value in in having him be in front of an audience that isn't like your OANs of the world. Now, I'm not, I, I don't really watch cable news, so I don't really have a dog in that fight necessarily of what level of bias CNN has. But asking questions about things like abortion and forcing him to at least fumble through an answer gives people something to go by. Is it going to have a demonstrable impact? Probably not. But I think that there's more harm done by just refusing to not have him on the network whatsoever, because he's not going to go anywhere. This man, as we know quite well, is not disappearing into the ether of American society. And so I think that I think that there's value in doing, but I would agree with John. I, I just didn't see the point in the timing and the sort of unequal treatment to other candidates, I guess. Um, I'm not voting in the Republican primary. So again, I don't really have a dog in that fight. I don't, I don't like any of them, 
But I think to just say that it was unethical because he lies, I mean, yeah, he's lied a lot more than most other politicians and provenly so, but to have that as, as your baseline to me, doesn't seem like it's very logical. You know, the, uh, the defense that came out for CNN, you know, Anderson Cooper went on to his show afterwards and, and he spoke about, you know, like why they went ahead and did it and, you know, exactly trying to like answer some of the critics that they had of the network because people came out. There were uh, people who worked at CNN who came out and like anonymously like spoke with um, reporters of the Daily Beast and said that they were very disappointed with the network for going through with this. Again, CNN has recently been acquired by new ownership re- within the last year or so. So they're trying to go in a new direction, as they say. They will come out and say that, well, you know, we did town halls for all the Democratic candidates in 2019, which as far as the presidential schedule is concerned, it lines up exactly when we were having town halls with Pete Buttigieg and Kamala Harris and Jay Inslee and basically everybody else who was running at the Democratic primary in 2020. You know, on top of that fact, you know, one of the things that they were also trying to point out was, you know, Trump is going to be speaking anyway, at least in this format, we can push back against him, to which I would say that I don't think they really did a great job of that. But one of the things that I've never seen before, which is MSNBC was uh, actually attacking CNN on their airwaves. Joy Reid came out and said that she was going, that she was very disappointed with CNN doing this and and platforming Trump and forcing us all to listen to him. Do you, do you think that putting Trump on CNN is like forcing us to listen to him the way that they were trying to describe it as? I don't think it's forcing us to listen to him because I'm not going to watch CNN's town hall Trump cut. Like, it's not like they're anything. <laughs> like, if it was, even if you were on network, I wouldn't call that for, because we, we don't live in the time when we have three TV channels anymore and you can only watch a couple things. Everyone yeah. has the choice. I just think it's an odd choice. It's an odd, it's an odd choice to have Trump in the first place. It's it's an odd choice to not open the invitation up to anyone else. It's an odd choice to just basically give him a platform to speak and not, you know, if if they had gone hardcore journalism mode and did like a John Stewart esque interview with him where they're attacking his his lies and you know, faulty assumptions, that might have been appointment television. But they just kind of treated it like. They, you know, most of these networks treat the debates and just kind of let the candidate say whatever they want. And it, it, to me, it's both much ado about nothing. And the big story is how dumb CNN looks for doing this in the first place. Because no, I think John, I mentioned John Stewart. I think John Stewart said it best. I think he had a quote like, "I no one learned anything about Donald Trump that we didn't already know, but we learned a lot about CNN." Yeah, you know, the thing that I was really struck by because you know I haven't really injected too much of my opinion yet here is I was actually very surprised at how much of a pushback this got from people. You know, they're saying, you know, because Trump lies a lot, we we shouldn't put him on television. We shouldn't uh, we shouldn't platform his lies. But I'm thinking, you know, Donald Trump is the former president of the United States. Like, I mean, like if you don't want to cover him, someone else is going to and you not putting him on television. You know, I don't think that really is going to hurt him as much as you think it might hurt him. I truly believe, and maybe I'm wrong to feel this way, but I truly believe that the best thing to do with Trump is to put him on television. But I think you have to just adequately push back against his lies. You know, I think that anchor who was, you know, she has a new show now, the person who was moderating that panel, I think she did as probably well as she could in that situation. But I also think that CNN was 
actively asking her not to be super aggressive with Trump. And I think you have to be super aggressive with Trump because he will bulldoze any conversation. He will railroad any conversation. He'll talk over you. He'll continue to lie. You know, but but I think you have to put him in those scenarios, but you have to be way more aggressive with him because I, I think he's going to continue to lie no matter what. But we have to be able to push back against his lies in real time so that people can just see for themselves how much of a phony he is. If you put him on Fox News and nowhere else, then he can lie without any kind of pushback whatsoever. Yeah, I would agree with that. I think like if you don't have him on platforms like this, he will not receive pushback. We know that. And at least, you know, as of present day, deplatforming him from something like Twitter has not really had a demonstrable effect in the his level of support, at least right now. Maybe I'll come to eat my words later, but uh, and if I do, it's probably not because of deplatforming on Twitter. But I do think that there is some value in having him in a not completely safe space because he's going to go on your Steve Bannon shows your OAN and just get this cushy treatment. Whereas, yeah, I agree with you. I think Caitlin Collins did about as good as she possibly could given the circumstances and what was quite literally a lion's den of primary voting Republicans and I guess independents, it sounded like. I think that where you run into some, I don't want to say issues, but maybe just some ickiness to this is that it's CNN. It's a for-profit company. This looks blatantly like they were doing it to get ratings, to get more money, which maybe they were, maybe they weren't. Uh, you can make the public service argument that it's tinged a little bit because of that aspect to it. And that's corporate media in general. If it were like a nonprofit newsroom or something or like a PBS where it's a little bit less like corporate funding driven, I think there might be a little bit more of a more compelling argument you can make about the public purpose of it, like like the, the you know the value that you you have by bringing into the conversation. But yeah, I guess I just like where I land on it is I don't have anything inherently against platforming him on CNN. He's gonna be around no matter what, and you're going they're gonna end up reporting on what he does and says no matter what. Putting him there allows at least somebody to try and push back. They need to get better at it, but at least allows them the opportunity to do that. Where you run into problems, I think, and John put it perfectly, is like, why this? Why now? What's the purpose behind it other than selfish gains on behalf of CNN? I don't know. The thing is, if it was just selfish gains on behalf of CNN, like if, if that was their goal, I still think they're stupid because oh, I I'm a fairly I'm a fairly <laughs> I'm a fairly politically active person. I consume a lot of political media content. I wasn't interested in watching this. I didn't see the only clips I saw from it were criticisms from the right and people calling CNN stupid. Those are the two things that breached my political bubble. Right. And so what would have actually made a name? Like if they had gone and went after him and made him stumble through things and really, you know, put put the fire to him. And we know Trump can like stumble and say the craziest shit when he gets flustered. If they would have done that, then at least they would have made some headlines. At least they would have get, gathered some attention. And they just basically did a milk toast town hall with Donald Trump. And it's like if your goal was to make the big splash and make the money, you even failed at that. I can at least respect that as a goal, but you didn't do that well either. Sure, yeah, I, I I would say like, so I, I put myself through the pain of watching it. Um, and what I will say is that there were a few instances where I think he was asked questions that he stumbled through. And I have to go back and listen to it, but he was, asked, 
Yeah, he was asked about the abortion ban, and he stumbled pretty hard on that, if I recall correctly. I don't think it was very well reported. At least I didn't see a lot of takes on it. But I think that asking him questions like that, where now that becomes more of an issue because Roe v. Wade was overturned, and because of the Dobbs decision in general, I do think that there's more value in that. So asking those questions again is important. Um, But yeah, I think it's about how you do it. Right. She asked him that question particularly five times. Uh, which I thought was amazing. She was just like, do you support a six-week ban? Do you support a 12-week ban? Would you pass a federal ban? And he kept trying to be very dodgy about it. And she since then, she kept hammering him about it. Yeah, That's how you need good. to address the entire thing. You know, and, and honestly, if like that question came a little bit later in the town hall, so I think you know maybe during a commercial break, she was able to get some some advisement from the producers or or what have you. But you know, I, I think CNN kind of failed her in this particular case about how she was supposed to deal with someone like Donald Trump, because, you know, he's, I mean, a very unique person to be interviewing in any style because he can lie in an incredible rate in a very short amount of time. And I'm sure that it's going to give anyone whiplash listening to it, let alone trying to moderate that. So, you know, I definitely think in the future, you know, having Trump on to talk to him, I don't think is a bad thing to do, but it's about how you do it. How it's done, I think, is the most important thing as far as I'm concerned.